2: Angie Martinez in Real Life Podcast. I mean, it's Alicia Keys!
3: Welcome so good. to my Girl. space
2: today. Welcome to the podcast. Yes. Thank you, thank my, you. My little IRL podcast. I love it. Do you, are you into it? I love
3: talking to you. Thank I love you. your energy. Everybody thank loves you. your energy. That's the that's something that's so special. So yes, I do love it. And congratulations. Thank you, baby. Congratulations
2: oh to you. First of all, we're gonna start with
3: you. We're gonna talk. I am excited
2: about my podcast. But first and foremost, last night. Mm. I wish there was somebody in the room who could just testify to what I saw last night, which is your new. Pl- what, what are you? The
3: executive producer? Play? What is it? What is I, the, it, it, First of all, it's a musical. That's a musical. I would be the lead producer for the musical. I'd also be the, the um, composer, mm-hmm. and I'd also be the conceptualizer of this. And this subject. Musical. Correct. It is. It is. A, it is loosely based on my experiences growing up in New York. The whole thing is so good. I can I want to talk about it more and more. Like. Um,
2: Specific, but it took me immediately to little baby young Alicia. Hey Diary is on 20 year on 20 year anniversary. 20 my choice. son is 20. This, this is nuts. Crazy. You're, so it's like you're, you're, so Diary is in college right now. Diary is going to college. <laughs> no, it's been in college. Third oh, year in college home. All right, I said it's Diary 20. is
3: graduating college next year. Whoa I know <sighs> Are you like a whole different person from then? Definitely, I'm I'm a new person, of course, Mm -hmm. of course. I've grown so much, I know so much. I was for sure a baby. I was so, I was definitely entering my beginnings of my womanhood, Mm -hmm. but I was still so insecure, so vulnerable. Were you?
2: You never gave that.
3: You always showed up like. That was my trick. Yeah. That was my, wasn't it yours? It still is. Like, what do you mean? You like- <laughs> I, still,
2: I still show up when I'm... I mean, I, I am more centered and I do have more a sense of purpose so that gives you confidence and that gives you, you know, and yeah. so I, t- I can block out noise better but I still have moments of like, uh, you know. Totally. A thousand percent. You gotta still show, we know how to show up but we need to show up. We still have moments, no? Yeah. Or you know, or yes. You all the way got it together. No.
3: Nobody all the way has it together and yeah. every day is different, you know what I mean? But I definitely have it together more than I had it together then.
2: Yes, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so
3: thank God. Because I Please, we need to grow somehow. What so- do you think the biggest difference is Though. what do you think the biggest difference is that at that time i really felt like i had to be validated by people i mm. felt like i had to be accepted you know people had to agree with me or i had to people had to accept what i thought for it to be good mm. and now i don't you know so you look
2: I, for opinions from everybody and- oh my gosh yeah i was the,
3: the opinion seeker what do you, think? Do you, do what like do you think do you like it 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 and if they didn't if they, if enough people liked it i liked it if enough people didn't like it, I also didn't like it, you know. And it's like at some Aww. point you gotta like think what you think and, mm-hmm. and feel how you feel, and you gotta stand behind it and stand for it. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, so that's what that's what I think is the biggest difference for me now. Was there ever some like amazing song that everybody didn't
2: like and you knew it was great and you never put it out and left us in the? It's still sitting in a vault somewhere.
3: I would say. Su- no, I don't. No, no, mm, no. I mean, maybe, mm. but people did feel that way about falling. Believe it or not. What do you mean? People didn't understand falling at first. Who's these people? Which people? I'm just saying. Where are they? I'm telling you. Who are these people you speak (laughs) of? Who are these people? Where are they? Can we
2: call them now? Put them on the screen. Let's see their faces. Did you?
3: It is it true? Like label people or like friends or you what? You I think that, I think probably I would, if I would bring it back to it, I would definitely say it was more on the label side, yeah. more on the business side. You know, it was a, it was a risk. If you, think, if you think about it, Fallen was actually a risk. Mm. It didn't fit into the style of music that was happening at the time. And it was, it was different. Yeah. I mean, most of my music is always different. With Diary of Alicia Keys, it was You Don't Know My Name. That was a risk. You Don't Know My Name wasn't like the sound at the time. It what was the sound at the time? I don't remember the like I, I don't know. I do not even know what was that. But I remember you I don't know my the, name. Yeah. So who I cares? Care. <laughs> Facts. But the point is, is, you know, I think that a lot of times, you know, people like to do and encourage you to do what's already been done. Mm-hmm. It's like rare that people will tell you, hey, take a take a chance try something new, try something different. It's yeah. very rare that people get behind that mentality. But, um, but I'm glad that I was never, you know, I always went with what felt good in my heart. Mm-hmm. And that's always been my guiding light. Yeah, thank God. Mm-hmm. Opinions are everywhere. Wow. Especially now. Out more here. than ever. I don't even know how kids function today.
2: I wondered that for you, because you still are very active, and you very, like, in, even in socials and stuff, you engage, you share. Right. You share a lot. Yeah, I do. Your family, is Swiss Swiss is always
3: sharing something. He's, he's the sharer of all <laughs> sharers.
2: <laughs> I feel like he probably pushes
0: you
3: to share more than you would have had you guys not been a couple. I think he's he's actually really good at it. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that the way that he does it and the way that he shares is so genuine, and he shares, like, what feels right and yeah. it really does feel right and it feels unique and it feels like special yeah. so he's really good at it yeah. I-, I hit him a lot like what do you think about this he was like nah, not that i was like okay <laughs> he was there last night at the um Hell's it- kitchen he was so proud of you and genesis was there he loves the Gen- oh he loves God. the musical this was the first time genesis saw the the show And, you know, Mm. he's so upset that I have to go and, you know, it's in New York and to to make to travel and to always be there to make sure it's perfect. Yeah. Um, And so one day he was like, you don't even want to spend time with your kids. All you want (laughs) to do is go to your stupid play. And I was like, hey, that's not nice, man. I don't call any of your things stupid. And so he was like, well, that's all you want to do. And I said, I know that you just miss me. I know that's what that means. You want me to stay, and it's I want to stay too. Mm. You know what I mean? But I'm really proud of what I'm working on, and you'll see, you'll see how much you're gonna like it. So when he came yesterday, it was the first time that he saw it after feeling, you know, the, the normal feelings that a kid feels when you have to let your parent go. You know, it's mm. hard. and. When he was there and just riveted and just looking and every question, mom, that's the, that? When's the mother coming back? Mom, when's the, that? He had thousands of questions. Swiss was like, if he don't be quiet, can you tell him to be quiet? <laughs> Cause he's loud. He's so
2: into you though. Like Man, he, I saw a little video it. of him protecting you at the concert, your security. <laughs> and then there was another one where he didn't want you to show too much boob. And that's, I, that's my favorite one. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's your favorite one? <laughs> that's
3: my favorite one? Really gonna do this, Mom? What he, what, what's the what, what's wrong? The heart! It's cool. So everybody can see your boobs? They can't, they just see a heart. I've never seen somebody do that. Well, you're only the eight. The worst is gonna be is this.
4: Okay. How about out. we do this? <laughs> How about we do this? You do the top. It's not a big deal. It's boobs. Everyone has boobs.
3: Thank you so much. Because I want pasty. <laughs> You're like it's just a boo. I was like it's okay. He's like, Ma, are we really gonna do this, Ma? Are we doing this? What is that? Who is that? That's Swiss. It
0: must Who be. is that? Yeah, it has this. to
3: be. He's my protected. Dad always says, "You protect the mom, right?" He takes it serious. Clearly. <laughs> so cute. Such a cute kid. My God. Oh man, I love that boy.
2: It sounds like you're like a great mom. So you, how is that? Like, um, we should talk about the parenting part of that. Is right. that? I know we've talked since you've been a mom, but right. now you're like a seasoned mom.
3: I feel like you know You have two th- ever a se- you know, I think are you ever a seasoned mom? You definitely have more experience for sure. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's constantly a conundrum. Don't you it's like constantly something that yes. you're bumping up against something you haven't quite been with before. And even if I've been through it with Egypt, I haven't like Genesis's way of expressing is so different, and even all the kids. Like, I've always felt blessed because together we have five kids, and so I have like older kids that I've experienced what what it's going to be like. Okay, this is how sixteen is going to be, or this is what thirteen is going to be like. Now, now Egypt's thirteen, and it's a little different. So I don't know if you're ever seasoned, but I do feel a lot more. um, I do feel a lot more like aware of how I want to talk with them and express with Mm -hmm. them and things like that
2: no and then also they're not the same person who they are two years from now so you think you got them down and you you know know how to manage them and then they become somebody else in a couple of years and you have to
3: kind of Re learn and yeah, as and then we go. so are you. Like I'm also another person. That's true. From right <laughs> so the years, because peers. mothers are actually people. also human. We are also people evolving. <laughs> this is absolutely true. <laughs> so to kind of put that all together is, is is it's amazing. And I mean, sometimes there's so much going on, and I I need bed at a certain time, and I need to make sure the homework is at this time, and and then we're they're they're sitting there doing something, and they're cracking up laughing, and I'm like, I need y'all to. <laughs> And I look back on it and I'm like, why didn't I just laugh too? Yeah. Aww. Like, couldn't I just have laughed too and then we'd have just got on with it? Like I made it almost took, take longer to yeah. just, so it's like, you, I think you kind of look at yourself too and you realize how you can kind of let certain things go mm-hmm. or whatever you need to do. Do you let your kids see you vulnerable? Like I had this, who was it? Uh, oh, we had Kelly
2: uh, Clarkson on the show mm. and she went through a divorce and she was talking about, you know, she went through a really hard time yeah. and she let her kids, she let, she, not too much, but just enough so yeah. that she would explain mommy's sad and yeah. she operates on the, some, some parents don't. Some parents believe in like... Um, shielding. Shielding, yeah, and there's like a fine line, I guess. But are you like, how are you with, it seems like you would be leaning towards vulnerable
3: with I your kids. I feel like it's really important to be able to learn how to have relationships with your emotions, mm-hmm. you know, and I think especially as boys, we, a lot of times, we make boys have to be so like Teflon. And and we think that that's how a man expresses or how a Mm. boy expresses. And I do think that um, for all of us, because I think as women as well, we also feel like we have to be Teflon. We got to put on the armor and no, let's not get penetrated. And, And I think that that develops an unhealthy relationship with our emotions. We can't access them. And I personally went through that. I experienced that where I just could not access my emotions. I did not know how to share what I actually felt. Truly, I knew how to share the like version of it that was the words, you know, but I couldn't properly, truly express it in a way that felt as raw as I felt it on the inside. And Mm -hmm. I thought that that I had to learn how to practice to put to words my real feelings as opposed to holding them in. And so I really feel like having a relationship with your emotions is important. Yeah. I'm not overly emotional. So, you know, I think that's just a natural balance that I have. Yeah. But the other day I did. I boo-hooed in the car with Genesis. He looked at me like... "Oh, <laughs> <Aww. laughs> You had to see his face. He was like, I'm sorry that I didn't do it. And I, and I should have been more. And I really apologize if I, And he instantly... And I was not doing that for him to feel bad or to have yeah. to apologize to me, but... It just was how I felt, and it just was like I was overwhelmed at the moment. He was like, "I never saw you cry like that before, ma." And next, for ten days after, ma, remember when you just started crying? <laughs> like I never saw you cry like that before, ma. And it and it and it touched him, and I think that you know that's a part of, that's a part of just. IRL, <laughs> real life yeah. it happens what could trigger something like that is that a bad day is that some is that i was that- personally overwhelmed actually for him i felt like there was a lot of things going on that i was just needing to come to terms with like with school and some different things and mm-hmm. i just felt like i was uncomfortable with where it was circling and i felt out of control i felt like i was not able to have a handle on it mm-hmm. to the way that i wanted to And to see him feel uncomfortable about certain things made me uncomfortable. And when I couldn't kind of get it under control, it just like, I was like, I don't have control of this. Yeah. And it just kind of like felt, you know, overwhelming in that way. And I just, I don't know, it just came out. Aww. You know what I mean? It just came out. And he just adores you too. So he was probably like, what? (laughs) It's happening. He was like, whoa, 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 whoa. But um, then, yeah, man, it's crazy how yeah. the emotions that we feel for them, it's wild. Like you never no, thought
2: you'd feel No, it's super wild. That. I was just talking about that and I was telling you this before, you're not ready for when they have to um, go. Mm, I'm not ready. Have you prepared at all? No, I'm not ready. It's Okay, <laughs> sorry. I'm not ready. <laughs> no, okay. So tell me how it goes. You want me to tell you how it goes? Yeah, how does it go? I was fully depressed for six months before he left for college. Oh. Cause I was preparing, mentally preparing myself to be, like I just was so sad. You know, it was just him and I for a while. Then I, um, my bonus baby came in. Yeah. Now we have, I have two there. But um, the idea of like my firstborn, my baby, like leaving, was traumatic for me. So for six months, I was super depressed before he left. And then I was telling my girlfriend, I think it was, you know, Shaka Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. I was telling Shaka, I was like, Oh God, he's. I got to take him to school. I'm going to be a mess. I'm going to cry when I drop him off. She was like, No, you're not. Right. I was like, What do you mean? No, I'm not. Yes, I am. I'm very emotional about this. <laughs> she was like, Imagine how, for him, like going into a new space, new school, new this about how how challenging that is for right, him. Right. Why do you want to make that more dramatic and more and I was like, oh, oh that was you're a, good right. po- Wasn't that a good friend? That was a good friend. And so then I just kind of held myself together. I went there, we set him up, we set the room and I left. And I realized though so after that, I realized they don't leave you. They're still there all the he's time, calling you every he's time. me all the time. Yeah, like it's, he's, he's still asking you for a thousand things all the time. <laughs> it's cool. It's fine. <laughs> no, they don't. They're still your ch- your children. Yeah,
3: it's but beautiful.
2: so maybe you won't be sad for six months. Maybe yours will be three months now, two okay. months, knowing that it'll be okay
3: on the other side. And I do know it'll be okay, but it's a big change, man. Yeah. It's like you literally hold them. They can't do anything without you. You have to, you plan your entire existence, every move you make around them being good. Mm-hmm. And then they don't need you. And it's kind of, it's kind of crazy. It's kind of fucked up. It's kind of crazy, but they do need you. Point they do No, they, do. Is, they, no, do they always need do. You. No, they always do, for sure. And I sure. think forever, they'll need to call you and make sure, you know, and just like, you're their mama, there's only one mama. People don't talk enough about, too, like, um, the partner you choose and
2: how you parent together. Mm. Did you have any challenges with that, or are you just kind of in line with that, or how do I you guys like, manage
3: that? I feel like we do really well. We're, mm. really, we, we're really in a g- beautiful sync.
1: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
4: Wash away your worries with Anabay.
0: Anabay, the only sofa that's machine washable inside and out, where designer quality meets budget-friendly prices. That's right, sofas from only $639. It's backed by a 30-day satisfaction guarantee, so if you're not absolutely in love, send it back for a full refund. No return shipping or restocking fees. Every penny back. Join the revolution of easy, clean, stylish living with up to 60% off at anabay.com. That's A-N-A-B-E-I dot com. Offers are subject to change, and certain restrictions may apply.
3: Just naturally, like Mm. our flow has a good sink. Mm. And I think that on the parenting side... He's really good at, you know, he definitely knows when it's time to step in, cause mm. he's like, mm, you know, what they need some dad energy. Sometimes <laughs> you need dad energy. Yes. But he's really good at like, at being. We are really good at being kind of a, a good flow. Like, mm. what's gonna work best for this particular ener, this child, cause. Mm. Each one's so different, so you can't just, like, do the same thing all the time. For sure. So I think we're good at kind of that flow, and I think he's, he knows that I have great instincts there, too. And so he's like, well, what do you what do you think? And if I say, listen, I, re- I know your, your normal instinct would be this, but let's approach it like this. Yeah. And he'll be open for it. Do you ever bump heads? Do you ever disagree on parenting? And how do you manage that? Everybody mm. does. You can't tell me you don't. We... we I was trying to think of, like, how. A, a time? Yeah, I think we definitely, I think it's more about communicating about our own needs. Because I think sometimes you spend so much time making sure the kids' needs are met,
4: mm-hmm.
3: that you do have to make sure that the relationship between the kids and the parents don't eliminate the parents' needs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I think in those ways are the ways that we're, communicative and it's like I'm noticing this pattern and it's starting to feel uncomfortable. Mm. What should we what should we do? How did you learn to do that? You grew up with, with just your mom. Yeah. So who taught know, you that? Right? What did you therapy? I honestly haven't really no? uh, I did like a life coach thing. That was helpful. That was helpful. Okay. <laughs> What's the biggest, <laughs> yes, I whatever it takes. I like I might be a, a, a life coach. Po- I feel um, like I could be a life yeah. coach in some way. But, um, but yeah, no, I think that, I think that, uh, I don't know. I think maybe just, just recognizing how when you can express, again, I think it comes back to me not having a great connection with my own emotions. Mm-hmm. And so when I started to realize how toxic that could be, what said, does that mean, though, exactly? Like, what, what is it? So what I was saying was, thank you. Give an example. Yeah. <laughs> remember I was talking before and I was saying, like, I was such a pleaser yeah. that I was disconnected to how I actually felt. And so I would be so like, well, what do they like? What do they think? Is this good for, you know, whatever choice I'm making in my career? Oh, they approve of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, they like the thing I did, the thing I wore, the thing I said, the whatever. And I would be so outwardly, that I noticed that that became toxic because I didn't have a relationship with myself to be able to say, no, here's what I feel. Mm -hmm. Here's what I actually feel. Just, this is what I feel. I don't know, you might hate what I feel, but I feel this. (laughs) And to actually be able to verbalize and say that wasn't so easy for me. So I started to practice that more. And because of that practice, that's what started to make, I think, Swiss and I even more able to communicate better. Mm. Because I was able to say, no, this is how I feel. And I know it's important. If I don't tell you how I feel, and if you don't tell me how you feel, Mm. that's when it doesn't, it just goes wrong. So that part, I think, got us to be able to communicate. That's dope, because a lot of people do that. I think that's a pretty common thing to
2: do. It's like bury how you feel and not have confidence in it. And also feeling like you trust somebody to,
3: them all of that but what is the practice of that how do you snap out of that for me i think the practice see because this is what i think for me this is what happen i don't know what happens yeah, 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 i don't know yeah. how it goes for you oh, yeah. but like i might find myself in a conversation yeah and everyone's different some people react right away some people need to digest things so you know everybody's different right yeah i find myself whatever the case i find myself in a conversation someone says something to me and my stomach goes mm-hmm. Ooh, I don't like that, yeah. And something hurt. I'm like, ooh, whatever. The way they said that, like, that, that didn't feel right for me. What did that mean? Or why would they have said it like that? Why did it feel like they referenced back something old that we already settled, but it came back? Whatever it might be. Now, in that moment, maybe I don't bring it up. Maybe I'm just, like, listening, or I felt it, but it, I didn't want to make it a big deal. We're at a thing. Whatever. Okay. But if I have felt that, that, that zing, then I make it a point to come back to that. Mm. And I will say, hey, can I, can I talk with you? You know, we were talking the other day and you, you said, and it just felt like you were like coming at me and mm. it didn't feel right. Ooh. And I just wanted to ask you like, what did you mean? Because maybe I read it wrong. I don't want to take it out of context. How, what, did, what made you say that? And then they can have a place to speak to me about it. That's and I good. can have a place to, but I found in the past I would just hold it feel it and then, you know, create potential resentment or whatever yeah. over something that I don't even know if that's exactly what they meant. That's so good. I think sometimes, I, I think I do that sometimes,
2: but I think sometimes what happens is, I like you say, I hold I might not do it right there, mm-hmm. but then I'm over it. And so then I don't say right. anything, which is not always good either. Sometimes I just kind of blow past things and I think you're right, I think you have to get to it. And obviously it depends on who is yeah. it like who joe or
3: Blow? okay whatever who cares you didn't exactly have to pay attention to that we can move on but if it's somebody who like really plays an important part in your life yeah you know i think it's imp- that with that so that's the type of practice i started to do that started to get me more comfortable with being able to share yeah that's good that that's go- that's a good practice right yes and it's healthy yeah and i feel that same thing because i kind of I can let things roll off my back. I'm not very like, I don't hold on to stuff and harvest yeah. stuff, so I think. But then times come and you realize stuff is coming up for you and you're like, oh, I'm mad, but <laughs> I didn't think I was like mad. I thought it was fine, but it wasn't. I'm big mad. I'm mad. Because <laughs> I let that thing I'm sit. i irritated, I'm festering yeah. now. You know what was super inspiring
2: to me as we're talking about this and I'm thinking about the musical last night? I had heard that it took you like 10 years well, Swiss said that to me last night. Swiss was like, she's been working on this for like 15 years.
3: Is that true? It, it definitely, exaggerated. It's exaggerated. Somewhere between 10 and 13. Okay, well, that's good. That's a
2: long time. It's a long time. That, that was inspiring to me because sometimes I start a project or I have an idea and it'll sit or it'll, I don't know, I just can't get it across the finish line. And then I always wonder, did I miss did I miss the moment on it, or did mm. I miss it. You know, because I, I I heard one time, too, Oprah said, always, finish what you start. Mm. But then also, sometimes I feel like you start something if it's not working for you. Yeah. you ha- Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, you Get have to Get out be- of here,
2: but you believed in it. You took it all the way. You came back to it.
3: I'm sure left it, came back. I think the thing about the this world, this theater world, mm. you know, my mother left Toledo, Ohio, um, to come to study at NYU. Mm-hmm. And and she, she is that that New York story. Mm-hmm. You know, she is that one that came from somewhere else with a dream to do a thing. And in a lot of ways, I always felt like she had to sacrifice that part of her life for me. Mm. You know, so when I am able to kind of create these creative endeavors and, and do them, I think about the fact that she, it's her dream too,
2: mm.
3: you know? I, I, her dream and my dream are intertwined, you know? And so, that. when I think about particularly in the theater, because she took me as a kid to TKTKS, to super cheap tickets so we could buy tickets to whatever show and watch it together, mm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think about this and now, when we've been able to create Hell's Kitchen, you know, this is in a way the accumulation of this dream that she had at 19. So it really makes me very emotional and it makes me really like, you know, it makes this so much worth it. Mm-hmm. You really see through House Kitchen that it ultimately is a love story between a mother and a daughter. Mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, I. Think Your mother must have been emotional wreck the first time she saw it. I know, I. Me too. <laughs> you too. Yeah. What did you learn? Like, what? Mm. What did you heal from that? I think one of the things that I really have seen my personal growth it was it came up yesterday, um, is that I you know my father and I, although my mother raised me, you know my mm. father and I had a, a journey. To get through to really find our way to our own relationship, that mm-hmm. had to happen in his own time, and I'm very proud of seeing the way that we have been able to mm. meet each other where we are. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you do get a glimpse of in the in Hell's Kitchen of um, the relationship between Allie and her mother, and and her mother and Allie and her father. And for me, you can see the growth. Of that relationship personally, yeah, and I feel really, really, I'm proud of that, and I feel like that's something that's important for people to know that there is ways to grow through mm-hmm. things that may have been challenging. How did you get? How
2: did? What is the key to that? To mending a relationship like that, or mm. is it mending even, or it's just you said
3: meeting each other where it we are? It is mending. Yeah, I think that. I think that's part of it. Kind of, I think the first part for me was like really being able to. We think relationships are supposed to be a certain way. You think of a father-daughter relationship, and you think of a certain relationship. That person's mm-hmm. supposed to have raised you. They're supposed to have lived with you. Maybe they married, they married the parent, the other parent. There was some type of long-standing thing, and this is how we see it. Mm-hmm. But every relationship is not the same. So I think at a certain point we have I, we have in our head the way a th- relationship is supposed to play out. And if it doesn't look like that in our lives, we somehow feel bad about it. We feel like that it's something has been, something has gone wrong. Now there are plenty of things that maybe could have been better for sure, Mm -hmm. but just because he didn't raise me doesn't mean that we can't have our own relationship. I wasn't ready for that at a certain point, you know what I mean, but, and he wasn't either. Mm -hmm. But then when you realize, okay, so maybe he's not daddy, okay. I I could could admit, but we could be, we can be friends. Like we can get to know each other. We can actually have a relationship, our own relationship that we define in our own way. He is my father. Mm -hmm. It's the truth. And I would like to have a, a good relationship with him. So I think taking out the expectations of what it's supposed to be and meeting it where it actually is, if you can, if you can't, then don't. You shouldn't. And yeah. I did that too. I said, you know what, I'm not ready to meet it here. I don't, I'm don't. i not able to do that. That happened too. But when I was, and it was able to be natural and genuine, and I was able to be open-hearted enough, and so is he, and then we communicate, you know? Then you then you find, wow, I do understand that. Oh, I can see that. It's probably so freeing too, right? Wow, it, it takes a load off. Mm-hmm. It takes a big load off. Because I think a lot of times we hold all this anger and expectation for things and people, but who's, who's feeling that anger? You. Mm-hmm. Who's being affected by that anger? You. Who's, who's crumbling under that anger? You. The other person doesn't even have a damn clue what you feel. They go off living their life great as ever. But you are crushed under this anger and pain that you're holding on to. So I think when we can let that go and kind of say, again, we don't. that doesn't mean that we have to... It's valid. These things come from a place. They deserve to be... Rectify, you mm-hmm. know. But um, if you could let it go, then maybe you can start from a new place.
2: So that's that's what that's I think good, is. That's good because we key. always hear that you gotta let it go. You can't hold on to anger. We hear terms like that, but literally, how to do that is where people get tripped up. Tripped up, yeah, yes, it's like, because it's emotion. I how how is do I don't know how to do that. But I love what you said about just meeting people where they are. Like, okay, this is our story. So here we are. It's you know, right. Um, I think that's a good tool, just a good kind of understanding of mm-hmm. getting there. Mm-hmm. So good for you. Mm-hmm. By the way, the actor's um, unbelievable. Yes. Now that you've done this, like you have done it. Mm. You've done it big. You are a household name, my friend. <laughs> you really are. You ever think of like, you're a household name. There's nobody that I could say, Alicia Keys is on my podcast and they go, who is she? <laughs> There's nobody that does that. Like you've done it. That's wild. It's crazy. Wow. And you're still, Regular, to me i don't know maybe just cuz we have a relationship but i don't you don't seem to
3: Mm-mm. you know me
2: i know I like, am you not seem on to manage mm. that level of fame mm. at least from the outside really well like you seem to have a good core group
3: i guess family probably helps with that right yeah i do i think family you know i think it's also like where i came from yes. that also instilled that in me and by the by You know, not to mention the fact that if you know my mother, you know, she (laughs) will. Has she ever done that? Has she ever said to you, like you are feeling yourself, you oh, need yeah, to, she will? She will, like, you need, you know, this good for you, this keep you humble. Like she'll say <laughs> things like that. That'll keep you humble. And she's right. You wanna be humble. You do, you do yeah. have to kind of like keep things into pers- in perspective. But and do you ever be in your bag sometimes? Oh, i definitely be in my bag. <laughs> that, that don't mean, that don't mean that I can't be on my shit. <laughs> I can still be on my shit. And what what lifts you up? When do you most <laughs> feel like you're in your bag? Mm what are the, what is the circumstances that would you know I feel like I' what I'm recognizing is I can I can really be in my bag when I have a really strong team mm. I feel like I feel the most in my bag like you know just recently this summer I did the keys to the summer tour and mm-hmm. I felt like I reunited with one of my favorite directors named Diane Martel mm, she did the if I got you video. Mm-hmm. She did the like you'll never see me again video. And we connected, you know, to to create the stage show for Keys to the Summer. And Mm -hmm. I just felt like she so understood a side of me and she has such a strength in herself that it allowed me to be in my bag because the team that I was assembling just felt like strong. That's the same way I feel with Hell's Kitchen. I feel that same way. It's a strong team. Everyone holds their weight. And so I can be in my bag. We can all be in our bag because mm-hmm. there's like equal sharing of the responsibility. That's when I can, That's when I feel the most in my bag. Sometimes when you have to carry all the weight and do all the things that on that, you're like, you can't quite get in your bag because you got to do. You're speaking to my soul right oh. now, just so we're
2: clear.
1: Brittany, is it? she
2: not speaking to our soul? <laughs> yes. So we be Jeez. trying, I, sometimes I just have all these ideas and things I want to do and I don't have the resources so I pile it on myself or, mm. you, know, you know, I have like a small team, a very small team. And so sometimes you overextend yourself and there's no way right. to deliver right. or to be, like you say, in your bag when you're like spread thin like that. It's hard. I know, yeah. I
3: know. and I've been there mm. many times. I mean, my team will understand too, we're, we're pretty small as well. Yeah. And there was, came a time where we were like, okay, we have to say no. We have to say more no's. Talk to me about no. Okay. When do you say no? You know, I've, well, f- first of all, I've realized, because you're ambitious. Yeah, I know, I try right? to balance. I try to balance though, <laughs> I am ambitious. And that's a blessing, because you have ideas, you have things, you have, yeah, yeah. You, you're motivated, you're inspired, you yeah. have, it's on so many levels, which is such a blessing. But then you have to realize, if I can't execute this in the manner that I would expect of myself, uh, you know, then I have to say no. And if I'm putting too much on my team, because now we're, we've already said yes to far too many things. Mm-hmm. You know, we have to say no. So, we have started a practice where we were like, okay, this is this has to be a no because it just it's gonna. take Does it us ever too
2: break far. your heart? Have you ever made a mistake and a no? Have you ever is there ever something you're like, ah, oh, I should
3: have did it? <laughs> no, but I felt many times when I was like, ah, oh, I shouldn't have did it. <laughs> More, more regret when more you do More regret. So. I'm like, I knew I, sh- I knew this wasn't it. Mm-hmm. And my spirit said, don't do it. Yeah. And now here I am. Doing it. And I'm mad. I'm not, feel- I'm not yeah. in my joy. Like, I feel frustrated, yeah. you know? So I do feel like the no's are... You, as part of the relationship of practicing to speak my truth,
2: mm-hmm.
3: I have learned to also trust my gut. And I know what yes feels like. I know what yes feels like. Mm -hmm. I'm very clear about what yes feels like. And I know how it feels when it's a maybe. Mm -hmm. And I know what it feels like when it's like, it's not really a no, but I think that it's gonna make a few people happy. So I make it turn into a yes because I think that it's gonna be nice for those people. (laughs) But it's not a yes. It's a no. It wasn't a yes, it was a maybe. And so if it's not a yes, then it's a no. I don't know, what, I, whatever you just said, I'm gonna put in a little clip <laughs>
2: and put it to remind myself like this when I'm saying yes to too many things. I'm gonna, that's gonna be like remind my so you reminder like, for me. Bring up the Alicia clip. I Clem. can't repeat it exactly what you said, but I know it was important, and <laughs> I know I need to hear that again. <laughs> I know I need to rewind that and press play on that yeah. for the no's and the maybes and the yeses. Right, so, but I feel you, man. Let's talk about, it's the holiday season. People are dealing with all types of family holiday season vibes in their home. Some people get very excited and very (laughs) holiday-ish. Yes. Some people stresses them out. I just wonder what your family done, because you... From the gram. I mean I know you personally, but like from the gram, your family looks like they have the greatest time ever at every occasion. Yeah, well, what that's right.
3: Which is which is tricky,
2: right? It's that's the, the whole tricky
3: thing about yeah, you know, any social media. Let what me is the, the family
2: di- dynamic of the Alicia Keys holiday
3: season and you, Well first of all Yeah, break it down, let's let me visualize any family situation. What you need to do yeah. is get this Diary of Alicia Keys 20 vinyl. Oh yes, perfect. Playing in the background you see what you did there? Uh-huh. at your function, it will fix whatever is wrong. Whatever is going on, <laughs> whatever stress you might be feeling, whatever like uncertainty might—it's just gonna wipe it away. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna be good. And if you don't know what to get somebody as a gift, oh look at that for the you're holiday good too. season. So look at that. Just saying, there's music in the house. Are you, <laughs> that's at our one. house. Um, it's awesome I think it's I think it's really cool we have a really big family mm-hmm. as you know I know a, you have a blended family we have a beautiful, you have a big blended awesome family yeah and I and I gotta say all of us it's kind of like a all of us kind of pass through we have different moments um, that we're together I love we do this pre I'm big into rituals tell me about your ritual give us one or two we do this pre Christmas ritual okay and it happens, it happens on Christmas Eve, and we make each other handmade gifts. Now, everybody wants to kill me, because they're like, honestly, we gotta do this again this year, and I say, yes, we have to do it, <laughs> because it's special. And every time we do it, it does bring up something unique, and we gather together, and we all have to kind of present what we made. And you know, you pull the name, and sometimes you know that person really well, and sometimes you don't. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of cool because you're like, okay, well, what would this person like? And how could I get to know them a little bit better? And what can I damn make with my own hands that will not be stupid? <laughs> and that the person might enjoy. Give me an example. What is something you made? Like, when did you kill it? All right, well, I'll tell you when I killed kill. Okay, okay, tell me. But maybe it's something as simple as like you have a beautiful printed picture and you put it into a frame that you kind of decorated with something. Yeah. Right? So maybe it's something like that. Okay. The time that I killed it, <laughs> it was for Genesis. I got Genesis. Mm. And um, I decided to make this kind of sculpture of this, this anime that they love. And I created the tree so that he could have his like characters and he could play in, the, in the, this, this main tree. I think it was either One Piece or Hunter x Hunter or oh one of them. God. So I made the tree and it was ill. I made the whole base of it and I had to paint it and there's like a whole uh, sea around it. So we did this whole technique with kind of like the, the stones and the thing and the sea. I'm and thinking you're like tree. making little cards with your hands, you know, you make it like a whole. There's a tree in the sea that was the, that was in the anime that he could play his. This little toys in, and I was like, oh, I, ki- I, I won! Body I this. killed this! Of course, I had never see him play with it, not one time. Like, not, like, all that, it's in the corner of the room. It doesn't take away from the fact that you killed this. I did kill it, You though. killed it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. What is the greatest lesson you've learned in marriage about yourself? Mm. What has marriage taught you about yourself? Wow, okay, okay. Cause really, it's that's what they say it is. Wow. It's, a, it's, so it's really, a mirror. It's a mirror, it's right? A mirror. It's like nothing makes you work on yourself more than wow. living a life with somebody else, wow. right?
3: Wow, it's so good. This question is really good. Thank you. I definitely know that I am I'm an organizer mm-hmm. and I enjoy that. I really like to create the space for the time that we need. And I learned that I'm really good at that and I have to constantly not let that go. Mm. Like that's a really important thing that I'm good at and that I think it really flourished, it, it helps us to flourish. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's easy to be so busy, it's easy to be distracted, it's easy to be working hard. So to you make sure how important that yeah. our thing is like, <laughs> and that's your sure thing, And that's it's something I'm good at. Yeah, and we're good at it. But I'm really good at like
2: but making sure. Was there sure anything the you had to fix about yourself? Because I feel like that is a thing. Like for me, one of the things in my relationship I learned about myself is that I would internalize. You know, I'm an empathetic person, right? Like mm. I, my friends, I you know I want to help them if I can, and I would carry it
4: mm. and then bring it
2: home. And I, I never knew that about myself until somebody had to, he had to point it out to me. Right. You know, somebody close like, to yeah. you, she teaches you something about yourself or just, um, and so I realized that. And it's actually been really helpful in my life to be able to like be there, still be there and be empathetic, but let it kind of almost things go through me as opposed to like holding everybody's energy, stuff. issues, things. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that's like for me, that was one thing. I just wonder if you have any of those experience where he put like a mirror to you like, hey,
3: maybe you want to work on this. I think I have to continue to work on and I've seen that I have to work on being just better at being a little more still,
2: Mm.
3: like I'm a doer, I'm a getter, I'm a thinger, I'm a fixer, I'm a organizer, I'm a thinger, I'm a goer, I'm a look. And I think that I have to get, I've seen that I have to get better at being like, it's okay that Mm -hmm. you're just like, but he's the same way. He's definitely the same way. He can't tell you that you're not that, he's the same, he's more, I think more than you. Or, but I think he's good at like, when he's home, Mm -hmm. he's good at kind of like being able to be easy he could like sleep in the bed, He'll rest until 10, 11, 12 me. I'm like 6 a.m. I'm ready He's like, um, we're gonna need a little like, give me until 12 p.m. I need it like at least till twelve. And I need it too. you know what I mean? So I think that being able to just kind of like Calm be you. still, mm-hmm. i like, be still, not not actually activate and execute all the things, just kind of like, be still in the space together. Mm-hmm. is really nice, and uh, that's something that I I always have to be like, wait, stop trying to do all the things. I'm trying to plan all the things. I'm trying to do it. Calm schedule, your down. The things. How happy are you on a scale of one to ten today? Today, mm-hmm. I'm I'm definitely I I'm at a fucking ten. Really? I am. Ooh.
2: Is that, that is that is that all the time for you mostly? All the time? No, that's not all the time. No, well, I know, but is that a common thing? Some people say they have never got to a ten. Some people like
3: uh, keep a ten reserved. I was gonna go eight nine. Okay, I was. That was my first. You gotta instinct. be honest.
2: That's my the first, first thing. You gotta be instinct. honest. My first was
3: like eight nine, okay. and I and I felt like when I checked in with myself, I felt that I was not honoring my joy, and <laughs> I I think that it is very important that when we're feeling joyful, Mm. that we can say we're feeling joyful. I think it's so easy to say this is not good and I'm not happy and this is not going well. Mm. And that happens too. And there's plenty of that too that I could pull out and be like, well, this isn't that good. But I'm feeling joyful, I'm feeling grateful. I I was thinking about this celebrating this milestone with Diary. I was thinking about launching something that I've been working on so long with Hell's Kitchen. I was thinking about, The love I have for my family and my husband, my son being there with me, my hubby being here with me, and I feel healthy. I'm sitting with my friend. He's actually here. He might not be right now, but he was. I'm sitting here with my friends. We're talking. We're we're together. We're well. Our Mm. minds are intact. Our spirits are good. In real life, what do you pray for most? Me? I pray for clarity.
2: That's mine. Means, I hate being confused. I, I hate not knowing and not, it's like if I know I can figure out a plan of action or I, could, I know how to show up,
3: if I don't have clarity, I feel it's, it's crazy. Chaos. No, it's crazy, it's crazy. That's a, a great prayer. Yeah, clarity, clarity and, and mm. peace, mm-hmm. safety. It's good, mm. those are good. In real life, what are you most proud of about yourself? In real life, I am most proud that I am a normal human (laughs) me. I am the most proud that I'm like, you know, I feel like people can meet me, see me, talk to me, build with me. They're gonna know that I am their sister. I am just, I am that same energy. Mm -hmm. I have not shifted that energy. The energy will always be there. I am very proud of that. I think that's easy to lose.
2: Yes. Wait you for. are a household name, you know. <laughs> you reminded me. <laughs> you could easily be, you know just what I mean? Just a
3: big-headed, annoying human. And I'm not <laughs> with it. I'm just not even with it at all.
2: <laughs> that would not be
3: good for anyone. No. Um, in real life, how important is money to you? Mm, obviously, you know, money does help a lot of things. But um, for me, that's not where wealth is. Mm-hmm. To me, that's not wealth. That's not, that's not rich. To me, like, your your sanity is where your wealth is. Your health, man, there's nothing more important than you being able to be healthy. You know, that is your wealth to be able to, you know, wake up and have all your wits about you Mm. and love. Like, real love, genuine, that thing that's real, not based on something that you have or gonna get, but something that who you just are on a Wednesday in your pajamas (laughs) with nothing. You know, those are those are the thing. That's that's like that's wealth. That's that's being rich. That's the and thing. And so I really I'm very clear about that.
2: In real life, what are your triggers or your pet peeves? Like what is something that would take you that number ten down Ooh. quick?
3: What I is mean, the thing? Some of my pet peeves, um Hmm. You wanna know <laughs> one of mine? Yeah, it was yours. I don't like um
2: I don't like people trying to manipulate me in yeah. any way. Ooh. Somebody tell me half a story because they're trying to make me do, I could, I, because I, I see you from up the block, fam. Yeah. Now you just pissed me off. You didn't have to piss me off. Ooh. You could have just asked me for what you needed me to do because nine times out of 10, if I can, I would have yes. But when you try to, mm. Mm, mm, I don't know why that's just trigger. I probably should figure that out. It is for sure a trigger for me. It will yeah. literally make me not like someone. It's not okay. Yeah. <laughs> like no. I can go
3: from like oh they seem like a nice person to, to like, I don't like them. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's, That's a, right a real one. one for me. That's a right one. Yeah. Man, what's one of my triggers? Swiss probably knows. I feel like <laughs> I feel like one of my triggers are like I need you to do what you said you're going to do. Hmm. Like I do what I say I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. So when people can't meet me where I meet them, that triggers me. I'm like, you said you were gonna do that. You should do what you say you're gonna do. Mm. You know, that's a big one for me. Or don't say it, just don't say something that you can't do. If you can't do it, don't don't, don't say you can do it. I just thought of little Ally in the play and her dad saying she's coming to the thing. That's probably what that's rooted I think, in. I think <laughs> it might come a little bit it from there. From that. <laughs>
2: A little bit. And then in real life, what do you, I don't know, what do you hope people take from your story and what you put out in the world? like, mm. Or even this conversation today. Like, when you make things, where, where, where do you hope they land?
3: Yeah, man, I hope that they land in people's hearts. Mm. I feel like I just want people to feel the genuineness, the, the care, and the mm. pure energy that goes into it. Because I think that we're receiving a lot of, messages that are filled with like, not pure intention, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And so I would love for people to just take away that there is that genuineness, there is that authentic energy that we can be. We can be who we actually are. We don't have to put on a bunch of acts and phony and fake it down and up. (laughs) We can just be, you are special, just how you are. And so I would love that my comfort in who I am uh, remind somebody that they are are incredible exactly how they are and we can respect and love each other and like applaud and uplift each other Because mm-hmm. I think that would change a lot. I love that. Oh, I love this. I, I had know. so much fun with you oh, Me I too. Love this platform. Thank you For this natural conversation and thank you for just being such a supporter of me and the art and the sister so, me. Oh. I adore I, you. I appreciate you. Thank you, Baba. <laughs> Alicia Keys, everybody.
2: Hey. The household house name was here
1: <laughs> on our show. <laughs> Woo! Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.